Hello, everybody, and welcome to another podcast. I am your host, Lyotis, and this is Lyotis's Lounge. Now, today on the show, it's just going to be me. I do not have Mr. Fox with me, so we're just going to go over a couple of topics that I feel might be important to talk about. So, other than that, thank you guys for listening in, and let's get the show started. All right, so our first topic of the day, guys. The U.S. government has banned off-the-grid living in tiny homes around the U.S. at an increasing rate. Whether it's for political, environmental, ideological, or financial reasons, or simply because people just want to have a simpler life, more people across the U.S. have choose to move off the grid and into what's classified as tiny homes. And I put quotation marks around tiny homes because sometimes these are just old or redesigned mobile homes that people just drive around. Um, they're about 500 square feet, and uh, they've been really popular the last couple of years because it's less of a financial burden for people. But it seems like the U.S. government has been cracking down on all of these. So it's posing, you know, some of the biggest companies in America to look at that. But I, I don't agree with this. You know, I mean, big companies are looking at it, I feel like, and I feel like that's why the government's going to start banning them. Um, I mean, I don't know why they would. If someone wants to move off the grid, then let them. So, it's ruffled some feathers in the political arena. Honestly, it really has. You know, they're trying to stop this movement. Most towns have a minimum square footage requirement for single-family homes. That tiny homes are must be affiliated with a larger conventional property. So, saying that you must like have a house to have that tiny home behind it. So, one way or the other, you have to have that house. You have to have that big house, but that's the whole point of buying it is because people want to move off the grid. You know, they don't want to be a part of the uh, the system. They don't want to, you know, be paying for their electric every single month. They don't want to be living that they want to be able to pick up and just leave whenever. So each state is different, um, but for a lot of these, you know, it's just, I feel like the government's just kind of trying to take more control over the aspect of it and I'm not going to sit here and you know bash the government and I'm not going to sit here and say the government's completely in the right here either um, I kind of take a you know a middle ground approach to it if you want to live off the grid you should be able to but at the same time you know if these are fully functioning homes for you to sustain a family if you can't like for sure guarantee that you're going to have electricity next month and you have small children That isn't going to be an issue, but at the same time, what you choose to do with your family and your kids and your money, that is completely up to you. I don't feel like anybody, government or not, should be able to say what you can and can't do with your home. Now, they can tell you what's best, and as a parent, I like to know that my kids will for sure have electricity next month as long as I pay a certain bill, or they'll for sure have water, or they have enough ample space to run and play. And stuff like that, which I mean, the last one is really not a necessity, but I mean, for the betterment of the kids, it's nice for them to have that. So, I personally, like I said, I take a middle ground approach to it because I'm not going to say one is right over the other, so it's more or less your own opinion on which one you think is better. But on that topic, let me know what you think about this and let me know how you feel about it because that is. A sensitive subject because I mean to a certain degree it can be a sensitive subject 
because a lot of people can look at it as, you know, pro-government, the government's always right. And a lot of people can look at it as an anti-government, like the government's trying to take away my, my powers and this is a free country. I can do exactly what I want. So why can't I? Why am I being hindered from doing what I want, from being able to get up and leave and just move to a different city if I want to? And if you have the means to do that, by all means, you should be able to. That's just my opinion on it. You may have a different one. But like I said, we will see what it does. And I'm going to be following this story uh, pretty closely. So if I hear anything else about it, I will be sure to let you guys know. All right. So continuing on this topic of, I guess, energy efficient homes and stuff like that. A man has to pay taxes for solar energy he generates himself. So he wanted to be independent and not pay taxes on energy and designed his own home and built it. His name was Chris Curry. Oh, hopefully I'm saying that right. He wanted to go off the grid and looked into transforming his home to become an energy efficient complex. However, he still has to pay tax on his own solar energy. It was uh, in Canada and every aspect of his home was made to pretty much conserve and make its own energy. He had a dream of not paying the government but he was uh, pretty surprised when he got a bill from what I understand. So he has to pay it and I'm not for sure why um, from what I've read in the article. It's kind of stupid I think. Even though he doesn't incur charges he still has to pay. So I'm not real for sure why I'm trying to think back to it and why I think oh yeah they said it was generating more electricity than what he was using and the excess was fed into the electricity grid so I don't know why he would have to pay taxes on it then because it seems like it's going back into the system like it's going back into the electrical system which kind of makes no sense or how or why it would be but I think that's kind of stupid, you know, why should he have to turn around and pay taxes for his own energy? And I know that's not the U.S. government, and I know the last thing we talked about was the U.S. government, but it just goes to show that some of these things, you know, a lot of people, a lot of governments aren't really too happy that there are people that are trying to live off the grid from them. And I don't know why. I figured, you know, trying to make the environment better, like solar energy, how can you tax somebody for solar energy? In my opinion, that's completely stupid. And I know I was talking earlier about, you know, where is your electricity coming from, stuff like that. There's always going to be sunlight. There's always sunlight. If you set that up properly, you'll always have sunlight. So the fact that this guy got taxed is kind of stupid. Now, I don't live in Canada, so I can't really comment on, you know, why the government's doing that. And I'm not trying to call the Canadian government stupid or anything. What I'm trying to say is that it's kind of ridiculous that they're going to tax him for sunlight they're taxing him for sunlight i know in the states here in the u.s that certain states can you know tax you for rainwater or you need a permit to collect rainwater which eh, kind of borders you know control and also borders you know the simple fact of how much is too much control you know it's rainwater it falls from the sky. How are you going to tax me for collecting it? So that's just my opinion on that one. I mean, I don't know really what my opinion is. That's up. I mean, my opinion may not mean much. So it's really up for you to decide and, uh, you know, for you to take your own stand on this and how you feel and what is right and what is wrong in this situation.
Now, amidst all this government shutdown talk, it's been, I don't know, a couple of weeks now, a passenger carried a firearm through TSA screening in Atlanta onto a Delta flight. According to CNN, the traveler was carrying a firearm and boarded a Delta Airlines flight from Atlanta International Airport and flew to Tokyo International Airport on January 3rd. The TSA has determined that standard procedures were not followed and the passenger did in fact pass through standard screening TSA checkpoint with a firearm. A firearm. He said he forgot it was in his carry-on luggage. That goes to show that they're not really doing their job. I mean, these people aren't even getting paid right now. They're not getting paid and they're not doing their job to their fullest ability for one. For two, I mean, getting paid or not, if you're there to be a TSA agent, then that's what you need to do. That could have been anybody, anybody at all, at all. That could have been another tragic event. Luckily, it wasn't, but it just goes to show that obviously if I'm not getting paid, I'm not going to be doing the best of my ability. But if I'm in a situation where that is my job and I have to report no matter what, you know, these are people's lives at stake people's lives at stake right there that i mean if that person was a terrorist anything could have happened in that moment luckily luckily nothing bad did happen at all but i mean something bad could have happened and i just don't see how how he got through i couldn't even get through with a freaking thing of toothpaste <laughs> i was really trying to board a flight and i had like i guess a too big of toothpaste no it was shampoo it was shampoo, and I couldn't get on the flight. They had to throw it away. They're like, you got to throw this away right here. I'm like, really? It was ridiculous. But this gentleman got on with a firearm and then flew to Tokyo, of all places, to Tokyo, which is absolutely ridiculous. I, I don't even see how. Um, once again, it's just one of those things that you know happen in the day-to-day -day world. I'd hate to honestly imagine how many other people get through in this situation this situation is a very delicate situation to see somebody get through like that is just absolutely ridiculous it is honestly ridiculous because it just makes no sense how somebody would let somebody else go through there now you know he said it was a mistake and i'm not mad at the passenger you know he clearly forgot it was on there so i mean it's really not even his fault at that point that is the tsa's fault they did not you know do their jobs correctly and that could have endangered a lot of people and I honestly I think it's pretty bad on their part it also goes to show that when people aren't getting paid people aren't paying attention enough so that's kind of uh, kind of how I see this situation like I said luckily no one was hurt and you know it happens on a daily basis honestly it really does I know somebody that works for TSA I know flight attendant and both of them have said They've heard stories day to day where they thought they saw something and they should have called it out, but they didn't. Maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. They didn't really want to make a scene and they just let the guy go. I mean, it happens. Unfortunately, it does. So, I mean, they're human. They make mistakes. So, I mean, also just being, be a little bit nicer to them. Be as nice as possible to them, especially right now. <laughs> These people are not getting paid, so... You might just want to be a little bit nicer to them, but at the same time, they could step up their game a little bit and, you know, focus more on the task at hand.
Okay, so let's jump over to movies real quick. I just want to talk about the new Pirates of the Caribbean, or Caribbean, however you want to say it. It's not going to have Johnny Depp in it. Now, I'm not a big Pirates of the Caribbean fan. I'm really not at all. But that's pretty much a movie franchise that he's been a part of. I mean, can you imagine Fast and Furious without Vin Diesel? Besides Tokyo Drift, obviously. I mean, to me, he's made such an impact on that movie and on that franchise that just to imagine him without not in it is absolutely crazy. Um, I think it's getting a reboot, if I'm not mistaken. So maybe that's why they're wanting to, you know, not have him in the movie anymore. I know he's been accused of uh, assault on his wife. Um, so that could be why. But, I mean, he's been accused. Or he has his accusation on him. I mean, these haven't been proven yet. As of right now, that I do not know of. I do not think they've been proven. So it's hard to say. But why start a movie with somebody who could end up going to jail shortly after? So, I mean, I'm not a big fan of the movies, but I do watch them. I'll wait till it goes to like Netflix or Redbox or something. I'll pick it up then. You know, maybe if there's ever a blockbuster around, which there's not anymore. So, I mean, it's just kind of how you feel about the movies. I think he's a good actor. I really do. I think he's a phenomenal actor. I just wasn't a big Pirates fan. I've never, never have been. Um, I know lots of people that are. So, we'll just have to see how the, how the reboot does and how the movies go. If they're not going to have Jack Sparrow in it, then there's no need to have Johnny Depp. But if you're going to have Jack Sparrow in it, don't just, you know, put somebody else in there. I mean, you got to, with Jack Sparrow, you got to have Johnny Depp. Like I said, that's my opinion on the whole take of the entire movie, of, you know, the whole thing about it. Because without Johnny Depp, there's no Jack Sparrow. Alright guys, that's all I have for you today. I do apologize about not uploading on Thursday. And this is Sunday's uh, upload. Um, I did get kind of caught up with my kids again. And I'm trying to balance this and them and work out at the same time. Um, I am getting better at it. But I do, do want to apologize to all those who have been waiting patiently for these. I do have stuff ready to record. So just stay tuned and please be patient with me. I'm kind of doing this in my spare time, you know, the best way that I can, doing the best I can, trying to give you the best quality programming I can. I don't just want to rush it out there. No, I want to give you the best content possible. So for me to do that, you know, I need to be able to record when I can and record, you know, the proper way and give you guys the good quality content. So thank you so much for listening and be looking forward to the next episode this coming up Thursday.